One, two, three. Chris was early, I think. Steve was off. You said clap on three. No, you say clap okay. on three and you go after three. When you say clap on oh, three, it's one, two, clap. Clap after three. One, two, three, clap. All right? Okay. We're doing one, it again? two, three, clap. Steve was late. No, I was. you were the last one that time. I know that for a fact. All right, what are y'all drinking? I am drinking a nice whiskey straight. It is Bastille. Bastille? Yeah, it is. It's French. Um says it's a rare whiskey, handmade finish in French limousine oak cast. I don't know what French limousine is, but it sounds fancy. So, okay. So a French limousine driver made this whiskey. <laughs> Potentially. In 19... Yeah. I'm sorry. In 1789. He's going to surrender right then. He's going to surrender during yeah, no, I feel weird about finding out that this was a French whiskey after drinking like half the bottle already, but oui. eh, here we are. Would you consider a Canadian whiskey French? Oui, oui. Canadian. We. We ski. We ski. Most definitely. What are what am I drinking? Ask me. Ask me what I'm drinking. Hey Steve, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm wow. drinking a um a twenty-four ounce of lemonade truly. Which and? should have been the drink of choice for Chris, but uh he's not a fan of truly. That's not even the case. I drank all my truly's earlier today, and so I'm left with um, I think Jim Beam and Ginger Beer. So you're saying you're drunk? <laughs> He's a lush. I'm pretty drunk. Oh wow. Okay. Well, there I'm you go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to podcast. Are you loose? I'm so. I'm so loose. <laughs> okay. Dude, careful the way you answer this question. <laughs> you're a loose boy. Okay. Chris, what are you drinking? Oh, I yeah, said Chris, it already. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Oh, Jim Beam. Wow. Jim Beam. Oh, that's Ginger the, Beer. That's the fancy one, though, isn't it? What's the kind of Jim Beam? Is it? Yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's over there, and I can't read that far, and I really don't care as much. So I thought you had LASIK. Keith, what are you drinking? Uh, we've already, you already did me. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Have y'all been since we last talked, which was not that long ago, but uh, for the sake of this recording? Very busy. Very, very busy. Why are you so busy? Uh, I'll be a father here in a matter of days. Uh, we had a quick, painful, <laughs> not really that painful, uh, scary pregnancy news thinking that we were going to have to deliver our child a couple of weeks early so all of this past week we've been running around like chickens with our head cut off trying to uh, put a bow on all the last minute preparations here anything that we might be missing sterilizing bottles washing clothes all of that crammed into about eight hours and then we were exhausted so that we've been sleeping well that's nice the sleeping part everything else sounds really hectic (laughs) And I'm not envious, but I'm happy for you. Yeah, I don't like it. It's okay. Y'all will be uncles soon. Uh, Very yes. excited. Actually, Steve's already an uncle. So. Yeah. Steve's actually an actual uncle. Exactly. Chris, you're the only one that's not an uncle right now. Wow. Get a life. I'm slacking. Get an uncle the, life. You're supposed to be the fun uncle. I am. I'm going to be the funkle. Funkle. This is why you're not an uncle. <laughs> that was a bad one. <laughs> Well, that's good. What about you, Steve? What have you been up to? I, it's the exact opposite. I have done nothing. Oh, I, I mean, you could say that uh, changing my island on Animal Crossing something, which is... Uh, I did see that. You in, you you in, you opened your island up to me, and I enjoyed seeing your massive waterfalls. Did you vacation there, Chris? I did for about like two minutes, and then Steve kicked me off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, because we, we had to start a podcast. I guess. Um, I've been doing about the same, uh, Animal Crossing. Um, my wife never played video games before we got Animal Crossing. And now it's basically competition to who can play it first because we only have one Nintendo Switch. And so it's basically just who gets who at first and it's usually me. So I've been playing Animal Crossing for the both of us. Keith, how many Nintendo Switches do you have? Uh, I have zero Switches. (laughs) Well, embarrassing. How many do you have? Oh, I have one. That's it? <laughs> apparently, apparently. You only have one. You should have at least, I would guess, two. One for each hand, right? And then you can switch when your other hand gets tired. Oh, is that what it means? That's why it's called the Switch. That's the way I took it, yeah. So I guess now we just play our intro music. ba 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 Ba-ba-da-ba! 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 Ba-
That's our intro <laughs> music. That's our intro. That's as good as it's gonna get. We're never. We're not trying that again. We're gonna spend money and get an actual song, because that was terrible. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm Chris. I'm uh, Keith. This is Keith. God, I'm supposed to intro you, man. No, this I like is Keith. Saying my own name. Our outline says right there. This is Keith, and then it says Keith. Make a noise. And this is Steve. Hey. <laughs> there it is. Uh, this is our podcast, I Understand Nothing, or I guess it's the I Understand Nothing podcast. I don't even understand anything about how to intro properly. And so that's kind of a good way to explain this show. We know nothing, like absolutely nothing, but we know some things, just nothing of importance. But through this journey of starting our very first pod, very first, God, very first podcast together, Maybe we'll learn a little something about the world and maybe about ourselves, too. We tried this on a trial basis for one episode and it went all right. We did send it out to a few people and we do want to thank you so much for giving us your feedback on episode zero. It was really helpful, kind of helped us fine tune our structure, figure out, you know, even just audio problems that we were having, breathing too loud, touching the microphone, just general Things, you know, people who don't understand podcasting would do. So again, thank you so much. And as you heard, we have no real intro, but we're working on that, right, Keith? That we are, Chris, that we are. We will have some official intro music here in the coming days. How many days? They're coming. Okay. Thank you perfect, for that. Perfect timing. That's what she said. That's, thank you. Um, so if you don't know this, we're huge fans of The Office. It really inspired the title of our podcast, I Understand Nothing. And as you'll probably hear throughout this episode and several episodes hereafter, we're going to reference The Office a lot. And, um, if you don't watch it, it's a good show. Pick it up. Pick it up like it's a book. Just pick it up. It's a good read. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore, Chris. I think, uh, The Office is probably the best sitcom on, on the airwaves. So if you have not seen it, please do yourself a favor and uh pick it up on the airwaves huh yeah all Perfect. waves airwaves water waves sound waves water waves wow it's yeah. that's the best audio quality <laughs> if you're on a yacht or you're on a cruise right so this is the stuff that the feedback people told us to not do <laughs> is to um have keith talk <laughs> <laughs> that's true Okay, so here on the podcast today, we're going to be talking about just really random topics. We're trying to feel out what we understand, what we don't understand. And one of those things, one of those big questions we have is, are aliens real? That's kind of a hotly debated topic, especially lately. Um, another segment we're going to have is just asking questions to each other, try to get to know each other a little bit better. We have been friends for some time, but there are some t certain topics out there that we just, I know we haven't discussed. And then the last segment we're going to go through is trying to figure out what one of us has learned in this interesting format, and we'll, we'll talk about it later. But before we get to our segments, we'd like to thank our sponsor. I mean, they're not really our sponsor, but we do enjoy their products. It is the Mars Company. They make some beloved favorites, such as M&M's, Snickers, the Mars Bar, which I personally have never had. Have you had the Mars Bars, guys? I haven't. Snickers is by far my favorite candy that uh, Mars makes. I uh, know Milky Way. Really? Milky Twix Way is probably Milky close Way. second, but Snickers definitely takes the cake. Skittles? No. Okay, that's second. Yeah, Sorry. get out, I didn't get out of here with that. Skittles. Uh, Skittles is number two. Snickers anyway. are that good. M and M's are by far the best candy. Everyone knows that. Peanut M and M's. Thanks for our uh, fake sponsors. Thank you, Mars. Oh, talking about Mars. <laughs> Speaking of Let's Mars. Let's go straight into our first segment. Our big question of the day, are aliens real? Uh, there has been a video, I think it resurfaced. Keith, if you could care to explain more, I think you're the one who sent this over to us. Yeah, so it, it really hit the, I guess, the Twitter sphere, you know, the internet, social media craze earlier this week, uh, late April, for those not listening today, of some footage captured by the Navy from a couple of years ago that really just captured a small blip on a radar, so to speak. You can't tell exactly what it is, but looks similar. Y'all are really chugging those. It looks similar to, uh, you know, what we classify as a U UFO today. So for those again, of us who don't know what UFO stands for, if you could please delve into that acronym. 
No. <laughs> yeah, please do. I'm uh, I'm all ears. I don't even know. Unidentified flying object, I suppose. There you go. You got it. Um, Stuck the land. Oh, wow. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, unidentified flying object. Again, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's an alien life force, but we don't know what it is, so you can't rule it out. And that's pretty much what has people's minds racing and wondering what this really is. Again, this, I mean, this video is from a, a couple years back. Uh, I think it just cleared protocol from the Pentagon, I believe, to actually be released from, from the government uh, to, you know, us private citizens. But yeah, like I say, it's really got, it's really got Twitter and social media up, up in arms about are aliens actually real? So I'm curious to know your, to know both of your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I'll start off with, uh, yeah, I, I believe in aliens. I think it's crazy to think of we're the only dumb, intelligent life forms in the <laughs> entire dumb. universe. That's uh, an oxymoron, we, isn't it? Yeah, dumb it, intelligence. Exa- exactly. Um, we can't even quarantine correctly. Very true. And we're the only life, and we're the only life forms in like the entire universe. Doesn't sit well with me. Uh, uh, going off of that, I don't really read into the history of aliens like Roswell. Those things are so far, such history that the story has probably changed thousands of times. And it's just one of those things that could have been a small thing and it could have made it like it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And not counting counting it out, just for my personal beliefs. And I mean, the city of Roswell kind of really blew up from that. That's the only thing they're known for. So, of course, they're going to say aliens sure. are real. So they're going to be they're profiting off of that. It was a successful TV show, I think, in the 90s and movies. I feel like if there were alien sightings, we would kind of know of them by now uh everyone likes to say that they're government cover-ups how much can the government cover up of alien sightings yeah i I still believe in them i really think there is many alien life forms out there obviously we just don't have the technology to see it Mm -hmm. um just think that there's no aliens is just uh ridiculous and if we are the only species like human species or anything like that um God save us. Because <laughs> we're the only ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're the only life forms. Uh, Chris, what do you think? I, I don't know. I don't think I believe in aliens. Really? It just, I, maybe because I don't enjoy watching alien movies and I don't really read up on all the lore that surrounds aliens. And this goes into other things like the occult or angels or... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Houses. You're you're putting you're putting angels, like, yeah. haunted houses, and everything with aliens and aliens. That's a <laughs> yeah. That's a, I, I am yeah. that's a bit of a stretch, huh? I, I don't I don't know what I believe in. Clearly, I don't know if I. This believe is going in into anything. a deeper question than what we. This yeah, is this way is... deeper. Okay, let's let's just reconfine this. Let's down, just go back, back to aliens, to aliens sorry. and we sorry, can definitely everyone. dive into some of this other stuff later because this is very interesting. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, aliens, I just. I guess it depends on how you define it. I maybe because I'm so accustomed to seeing more human life forms. So maybe if aliens out there did look more like us, were more humanoid, then maybe I don't know. I would believe it. But the idea of like green, like little green guys, big eyes, and I don't know. I just I would need to see more proof for me to really budge on my stance because the. I watched the videos and they looked like people commenting on dust on a on a on a sensor for me. Like I'm a photographer, so to me that just looks like dust on a sensor. And maybe these are guys like just trolling. That's the way I took it honestly because it was just voiceover and then a dot in the middle of a screen, super grainy. That was it. There was nothing to me that was like screaming UFO. Yeah, so. I had no idea what I was looking at during that entire. I was just like, "Oh, that's nice." I mean, neither do I. I don't know what these, what kind of machinery these guys are operating, and how, how high tech it is. It looked difficult to do to zoom in on this thing that's, uh, you know, supposedly flying at however many hundred miles per hour, maybe thousands. I'm not sure. I mean, they seemed very excited to capture it. Like that was maybe a one percent chance of them actually capturing that footage at the rate at which it was moving. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. So you, but, but but it sounds like you believe whatever the audio was saying. Then sure. I mean, I think they're just a couple of guys that work in the Navy or Air Force or I th- again. I think it was the Navy. Don't quote me on that. But it seemed like they had genuine excitement for capturing this footage because it was definitely something they had never seen before. So I, I mean, mm. I want to believe them. I'm skeptical. So what is so what is your belief, Keith? I definitely disagree with Chris and agree with Steve on this one. I I definitely believe that there are interesting. Not alien life forces, but you know, foreign life forces out in a different galaxy somewhere. I 
I'd have, I'd be hard pressed to believe that we're the only life force in the universe. It just seems like there's so many possibilities, like it's endless. You know, again, I I do agree with Chris on the fact that I don't think there are these little green guys with big eyes waddling around looking like penguins or anything. Um, Who you know, said it could they be, waddled like they, penguins? Uh, is that, I, I may is have that thrown that in there. Imagine, I may have just that's what I imagine. That's what I imagine. Waddling. Them. Their heads are. Oh yeah. Their heads are so big. How do you not waddle? Their legs aren't that long. Their heads are massive. I guess. Their eyes are massive. I mean, who knows? They could look like elephants. You know, they could look like uh, octopus. I don't How really know that? what they look let's, like. Let's let's but... let's let's delve a little further into this. If you could describe an alien, I guess something that you'd be comfortable with. Like, what would that look like? Keith, we'll start with you. Well, would I be comfortable with them looking like? Yeah. Like us? Because I think that would be more familiar. Yeah. No, let's just say it's a male lion that walks up to you and hops out of the spaceship and starts speaking English. And you're like, uh, what? Okay. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. So, I mean, I would be most comfortable with the little green guy because, you know, that's what the folklore says it is. And, you know, that would comfort my already pre-existing expectations. But, um... I have a. I don't know that that's what it would look like. I feel like they'd be small, though. I don't know why I think that, but I feel like they'd be really. I think tiny. that helps just us. Even like even if there are different life forms out there, the idea that maybe we can somehow beat them, you know, I think that's kind of the fear. <laughs> just go kick them while they yeah. show up. Hey, what are you doing? I think that's sort of like the the big fear. Maybe like why some people are in disbelief is because they're not they're not so scared of the idea of aliens, but maybe they're more scared of the idea of something that could could wipe us out. Could you know, conquer us or something. Cause that's how aliens are portrayed a lot in movies. So maybe for me, it's more denial. <laughs> it's one of the questions I have for y'all. And I want you to answer what you think they look like too, but what do you think their motivation would be for, I guess, communicating with us if, if they were to land here? I mean, to go off of what they, to go off of what they look like, I would say, I would go the opposite of what you said, Keith. I would go. I think they're massive. Yeah. I would say, cause like evolution to us, like we've actually grown and like evolution has made us taller and everything. I would say if we were ever to see an alien life force, they would be so far like with technology that they would probably be like nine, 10 feet tall because they've been just living for so long. That's, I mean, that's kind of how the human race is going. We're just going taller and taller and taller, uh, maybe dumber and dumber and dumber. <laughs> but I picture them being like nine, ten feet tall, like long arms. Um, I mean, but like kind of the same features as us. It just more evolutionary wise, just down the down the road. So you're, you're imagining uh, giants. Let me say. So are you imagining? Yeah, basically, the, basically them showing yeah. up to the Olympics. Yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm really thinking about Game of Thrones and the giants. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's that's who I'm okay. thinking. Okay, no, that makes sense. When when you say that, I think of just these really tall people showing up to the, like the 2020 Yao Olympics. Mings. Yeah, 2020 <laughs> Olympics and just wrecking shop on every country in basketball. Just like, oh no. yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the monsters. <laughs> okay, the monsters. Okay. Right. <laughs> the monsters. See, I would be comfortable with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. But yeah, so I would do that. And their motivation, I would have to just say off of what, how what our motivation would be would be to just learn about us i know movies portray that they are coming in to like literally just blow up the planet or take our resources yeah, very hostile yeah mm -hmm. which i mean if they're coming to us they're not gonna know exactly what we have so they're gonna probably learn from us maybe down the road they're gonna blow us yeah, up maybe this is just their scouting know. mission first yeah yeah, I, I won't be alive during this time, so do whatever that's what you want. What you think, do. man? They can show what up tomorrow. What if it happened Steve? tomorrow? Hey, that's a storyline. Hey, we will have a podcast. Hey, we'll have a podcast I'll, I'll next week. It. You better believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what do you think? I just, if I want to be able to accept this idea, it, I need to be comfortable with it. And for me, the most comforting thing is just what I'm familiar with. And like you said, Keith, if it was like a lion coming up out of a spaceship, talking in English, I'd be freaked out. I wouldn't know what to think. I don't think the world would know what to think. But if aliens came down to Earth and they somehow looked like us, I feel like we would be a little more accepting. We would be a little more, oh, race issues. Hot topic. Hey, oh. That hot topic is a store at the mall. They're now open. Sponsor. <laughs> oh, they are open. <laughs> Only in a few states. Yes. No. And just for me, the comfort level is kind of what dictates my imagination, maybe. Maybe I have a sh bad imagination. <laughs> but to wrap it up, I think we've figured out that both Steve and Keith believe that aliens indeed are in existence. And I guess you'll have to prove me wrong. Yes, I'll, I'll get right on that. Please do. Just do all the research. From now on, our podcast is going to be all about aliens. Please report back to me. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm curious to know what the audience thinks too. So hit us up at I understand not on all of our social media accounts and let us know, do you think aliens are real? And we are found on Twitter and Instagram at I understand not.
This brings us to our next segment. Another set of questions. Not so deep. Well, I guess we'll see. Just more questions that just kind of get to know ourselves. We don't really have the listener base yet, but we do want to eventually reach out to you. See if you want to ask us questions. See if you want to get us know. Sorry. Get to know us better. And nope. we'll just. Nope. <laughs> That's an immediate no from our listeners. Um, we know enough. We know enough. I think Steve posed these questions and I thought they were interesting. First question out of nowhere. I've never seen this question before on an average day. How many pigeons do you think you could reasonably carry? I'm going to repeat that one more time. (laughs) It sounds like a pretty normal question. On an average day, how many pigeons do you think you could reasonably carry? There's a lot here. There's Um, a lot to unpack with that. There's a lot to unpack. You don't put this on your resumes? (laughs) It's under special skills. Oh, Oh, there it is. Nice. There's a lot to unpack here. I'm just going to bring out some normal things to consider. On an average day, so you're not looking at a day where you're feeling your strongest or you're feeling your weakest. You didn't just work out and you're exhausted. You didn't just suddenly gain superpowers. It's just a normal average day. And then, hey, look, pigeons, I guess, is the scenario here. I don't know where you are. Steve brought this one up. Uh, Steve, I, I'm really curious. Can you go first on this? Because I want to know kind of where where this came from and obviously your thoughts on how many pigeons you think you can carry because I'm, I'm still a little torn on the definition of what this means oh I, I i'll be glad to um yeah i thought this would just be a really good question to answer so everyone can understand our brute strength okay or and our knowledge of pigeons and how we carry them i, I want to put out there to, to me like what qualifies as reasonable like the reasonable amount i, I would say you can't kill the birds like they have to be oh. living. You can't kill these birds and just carry them like that in a basket. Uh, okay. Yeah, so no squishing them or anything like that. And you, so you have to account for weight. The weight of the pigeon is not going to change if it's dead or alive, my guy. Well, yeah, it but you can also, but same. you can, you could stuff. Depends on how you much like, blood. Yeah, you could stuff lost. them in a basket or something like that, or you could like stuff them in your jacket. Unless pocket. you want to like, like count the weight of the soul. Is that a thing? I've seen research that the soul weighs a certain amount. Is that what you're talking about, Steve? How much? Or are you talking about the ability to handle a dead pigeon versus a live pigeon? For the sake of everybody, can we just assume that these are all these live. pigeons are alive and healthy and well? Yes. Yeah, we I, don't want to get a call from PETA. I, I imagine this. I imagine this from like uh, the bird lady from Home Alone too. Ah, uh, it's just okay. like a whole bunch of pigeons and like she just scares the crap out of Macaulay Culkin. I see. Yeah, that's what I imagine. Like, I think she really inspired me with this question. Okay, because, she's your hero. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's. I mean, pigeon lady. Who else? Who? Yeah. Who else do you see with a whole bunch of pigeons? I. I. I don't know. You'd be like no a one. Pokemon trainer, maybe. Pidgeot, oh, Pidgeotto, those those kind of guys, but they only carry one at a time generally because they don't yeah, want to. Yeah, and a plastic ball. Yeah, are they plastic? I would say they're so. metallic. They're from an alien race. Well, it depends. Ooh, aliens. So I actually just looked it up, and pigeons are anywhere from two to four point six pounds. That's a that's not not light. No. Yeah. So, All right, Steve, hit me with your answer. So my reasonable answer would be seventeen ish. 17 pigeons yeah because i'm not gonna kill i'm not gonna like stuff them like in a basket to where they're just like they can suffocate i want to be humane to them so i'm thinking like you're taking the humane angle exactly i go the i'm going the reasonable angle okay yes you did say you did say do you think you could reasonably carry so i guess it's what is reasonable right so like i say like six on each arm and shoulder like I just spread like like this, like kind of Wait, circle around each arm. Yeah. Okay. So that only gives 12. them like four inches a piece, doesn't it? I didn't say they're arm. gonna be super comfortable. They're they're still alive. Jesus, <laughs> packed in there. What do, you, what do you want? Like a suite or something? Like that? <laughs> they want the presidential suite. Yeah, I'll yeah. put like presidential. Hey, I'll say one on the head because okay. I could just one on That's the head. It? You want to talk about space? You're going to say four inches. Like There's going to be one bird on the head. How much more space do you think? Okay, so know. you're at 15. No, you're at 13 pigeons. 13. 13, 13 and pigeons. so like whenever I'm like in my hands, like next to my chest while I'm holding them without squishing oh. them. Oh, I thought your arms were out wide like a pigeon. I can do, I can, I, yeah, I can do that too. Like with my... And you're holding the pigeons. You're holding more pigeons in your hands? Yes. Wait, How I have many? another question. Yes. Wait, how many pigeons in a hand? That'd be two in each hand. 
Ooh, so it's like one on your head and two pigeons in each hand. Well, you know I, w- I was picturing that. I wasn't like, I wasn't like spreading like like wingspans. I was like kind of circling my arms to where like my chest could like kind of guide. Nurture. Yeah, nurture. Okay. Yeah, Hold nurture. Them. I love pigeons. Care for them. <laughs> so okay. you're at seventeen. Let's say you had six. Six. That's twelve plus the four that's 16 so 17 one you, on okay, his head don't did, forget about the one on his head yeah but the, the one on the my math, head yeah that's 17 the math checks out you must have written this down oh yeah yeah i had to because i would have just messed this up big time <laughs> all right okay so you have 17 pigeons that's that's pretty close to the number that i came up with so i came up with 24 wow. i'm thinking okay, okay, okay so rock I, yes <laughs> the rock could carry 24 <laughs> pigeons i'm I, the way i was thinking you can put them in a bag and they'd still be alive, Steve. They might not be happy. Magicians do this all the time with birds. They constantly stick birds in whatever crevices, whatever secret magic, m- magical, Mag- magic, 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 <laughs> magical are, uh, pockets. Are those slots. birds real? Yeah. What? Are you sure it's have not just seen, magic trick? Have you seen a magic show? I they thought they were powder. Around. I thought they were powder and like water gets on them and they turn into birds. <laughs> That's so magical. Magical. And Magical powder. I went with 24 because I was thinking, so I've recently gotten into wearing tote bags. You can judge me. Already judging you. Yeah, we've been and, judging uh, for a while. You can go to HEB. You can go to your local grocery store. You can use Sponsor. that tote bag. It's reusable. Sponsor. Sponsor HEB with their tote bags. You can reuse that bag. And I figure, you know, yes, pigeons are kind of large-ish, but I could probably fit like six pigeons in a tote, you know, pretty comfortably. They're not comfortable, again- they're not comfortable. They're flapping around. I have the magnetic closure, though. So how many totes so, are you carrying? So you're going to suffocate six pigeons at a time? No, they're not suffocating, man. It's, it's open. Have you seen a tote bag? They're open at the top. There's no zipper. And it's just, I could. I think I could reasonably carry four totes. Are you drugging these pigeons, pigeons. So for them not to fly away? <laughs> no, they, okay, so question. we're best friends. Me and the pigeons were friends. We've agreed upon uh, this. The question There's was no reasonably. You're, you're being very unreasonable. On an average right day. <laughs> this is my average day. I'm going to the store with my pigeon buddies. We're going to H-E-B. I don't have any more room to go buy groceries, so I'm just taking them to H-E-B. I have a, I have a question, though. Trip. Bird flu. What? During the, the, during the quarantine, the average day, you couldn't go out and get your whatever, well, your totes. Quarantine's not the well, average day, Steve. I well, totally yeah, agree that with a, that. True. Was that supposed to be part of this question? I was not given that that prompt. I still think that this is very unreasonable with your totes. 24? You, you, you said 17 pages? I, okay. But I, was, I described to you how they were going to sit on my body. Uh, tote bags anyway keith how how many pigeons could you carry i thought it would be oh this has to be on your body so you can't have any well how many could you reasonably carry no i know i know so this is what i was thinking you go to home depot sponsor you get a big long piece of pvc and i carry it around on my back like a piece of bamboo or something interesting so i go get you know Three ten foot PVC. I think I could handle that. You can and do thirty feet of PVC. Thirty on your foot back. of PVC. So I'm thinking like cr- sixty pigeons. Have you accounted for the two to five? Oh no, sixty one pigeons. Yeah, that's fine. You, dude, it's gonna be spread out fifteen feet on either side. Okay, but it's gonna be bending. Like, yeah, no, it won't. Pigeons aren't that heavy. But PVC is bending. Wait, oh, okay. First, tell me how many, how many, then I'll tell you if it's going to be bending. Sixty. Sixty one pigeons. One so on my head. So you don't think one on your like, head. <laughs> Chris, I like how you didn't put head. any pigeons on your head. I feel like some wasted space there. <laughs> okay, let's make it. Uh, nope, no, you already, no, you you already, already committed. Yeah, you, you already, already cheated. I got tote bag. Sixty-one. Pi- I'm carrying more than both of y'all combined right now. Sixty-one pigeons. Slackers. You're saying on like 120 to 180 pounds of pigeon won't bend these PVC pipes? Dude, PVC. You can get thick PVC. 120 pounds of pigeons, though. That's yeah. at their lightest. But you're carrying this. Yeah. No, I don't have an issue with this. How much can you bench? Well, that's completely different than walking around with pigeons. You should ask how much I can squat. Oh, how about this? Because they're pigeons, do they help you fly? Oh, <laughs> I put little hooks on them and they hold me. There we go. Plot twist. Then, Infinity yeah. pigeons. All I can the, hold all the as pigeons. many pigeons as I have hooks. How many Keiths could 61 <laughs> pigeons reasonably carry? Probably one. Just probably one. Probably one. It'd, it'd probably be a struggle for the pigeons. I would have a blast. This, enti- this entire question went off the rails. <laughs> 
what did you expect, Steve? You asked a question about pigeon carrying. Yeah. I was even going to go into pigeons. more. I want to end this by saying I think mine was the most reasonable because <laughs> I didn't have to go out and buy I didn't have to go out and buy something. It's not reasonable for you to go buy a PVC pipe just to go carry pigeons around. I agree. I, agree. I don't think uh, it's reasonable for you to go buy some tote bags to go bro, carry some pigeons around. I what think if I already have the PVC? If I, I, already, was just walking, I already have the tote bags. If I was just walking down New York and I was just like, hey, a pigeon, how many can I hold? It just seems like an average day. Like, that's <laughs> that's my thought. See, I don't understand how you think you can have six pigeons on one arm when your arms aren't even out flat. Hey, don't, don't how are they going to stand don't, up? Don't question me. You're questioning when you us. have 60 pigeons 61. On, on PVC pipe. Okay, yes. I think that's reasonable. I think, okay. I think out of the three of ours, Steve definitely qualifies as the most reasonable. I was going to go into like even further. I don't even have the backpack on the front and the back. That could fit more pigeons. Too late. You've already committed to 24. Come on. You can't put more things. No. Fine. All right. Steve, you win. You got. No, I win. I carry the most 17 pigeons. pigeons. I guess there's only way to, What's to, my prize? to see. 17 pigeons? Get, yeah, you get 17 <laughs> pigeons, man. Oh, God. And the pride, I guess. And a bunch of bird poop all over your clothes. <laughs> nice. All right. I think we settled on a, on, a, on, a, on an ending point there for the pigeon question. The next one is going to be a little more deep into who we are. And it, honestly, it, this puzzled me for a second. If a crystal ball could tell you anything about your life, past, present, or future, what would you want? to know steve you lead us off because i have some conflicting thoughts on this oh that's fine along with this i want to also know like uh what wouldn't you want to know like Ooh, that's a good idea yeah that's interesting uh, i'm gonna go off of the movie version of like crystal balls and say you can't change anything about what you hear so if you hear your future like and you try to change it it's just gonna change into that future like you're like that's I why I, I can't that's what I'm interpreting it as is like I can't change what I hear. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. So for me, I would want to know about my presence. I wouldn't want to know about because like the past is the past. I can't change it. Why why dwell on it? In the future, I don't want to like <laughs> if it's depressing, I don't want to know about that. <laughs> I just don't want to know. Right. Um That's not really something you get a say in, right? If you say, Hey, I want to see yeah, this maybe part your of my future. future super happy. The, yeah, crystal, it, the crystal ball is gonna show it to you either way. Right. Right. And so, but my whole thing is I would want to know the present. I, like I would ask uh, about my life, be like, what path would be the best to take right now? Like, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So like, I wouldn't know what my future holds with this path, but at least I would know like what path is the best path. What direction to go yeah. in. I see. So you're really, it's like a self-improvement crystal ball for you. Right. And it's, it's just more of like, Hey, like what? Yeah. Where, where should I go from right here? What's the best opportunity obviously it doesn't even be a good opportunity like maybe my all my future paths could be crappy or it could be completely happy all of them yeah i don't know but at least i know that i like what but isn't road. there only one path because you can't change your future well, you don't know i didn't ask about my future yeah but there's only one real path that you're gonna go on is it, it are you saying it's not predetermined not if unless i ask about it as in saying, like, if I ask about my future mm. and they tell it to me and I go, I don't want that future, I'm going to change it. I might be changing it to that future because I'm so mm -hmm. in my head about that future that I just wind up going into that future anyway. That's what I, I think of you. it as. So, like, if I, yeah, That's so if I don't stuff. hear my future, I don't know what it is. I just know that the path that they tell me is the best path. You want to know about the present, the best way you can go right, right now how i could be my best self to give you the optimal yeah okay the, okay i like yeah, yeah, I, I like do. that so like and then that. like what i don't want to hear uh, like i wouldn't want to hear how i die like that's a big one i would never want to know how i die um do you want to know how long you'll live Ooh. i would rather know how long i live before how i die why because as long as if I if they tell me how long I live, given if it's five years, 20 years, and I can live my life to the fullest, I know exactly how long I have. Okay. I have an expiration date. All of us do. But I at least know when the expiration date is. Right, right. I don't want to know how I die because then I'll just be looking over my shoulder all the time being like, if they say I die by flying an airplane. Yeah, pigeons. Yeah, I had pigeons. one too many pigeons on me. I had 18 <laughs> pigeons on me. <laughs> And the 18th one just uh, <laughs> happened to have a disease and killed me. I would just be looking over my shoulder the entire time knowing. And 
going off of that, I wouldn't want to know anything about my family. Your family's future? Yeah, my family's future at all. Because I like going off of what I was saying before, I can't change it. I wouldn't want to know anything mm-hmm. about all that. There's, like, it there's might no be, point. It might, yeah, exactly. It might be great stuff, and that's awesome. But also, if it's great stuff, I'll learn about it when it happens, and right. I'll just be just as happy. Right. If it's crappy stuff... And I don't want to hear about, like, it's just, I'm going to be sad at two points in my life instead of one point in my life. I see. Uh-huh. How do true. I go to somebody and be like, hey, I know how you're going to die. Like, that that's just not cool. <laughs> don't tell me, please. That would be, <laughs> yeah, that would be a really shitty thing to do. Chris, I have something to tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, that's my, that's my thoughts on this. Okay, okay. And I think that that clears up a little bit of what I was thinking, too, because there's a lot more I don't want to know than what I do want to know. What don't you want to know? I don't want to know how long I have to live because I don't know that it really counts for anything. You know what I mean? If it's 50, great. Then I'll live the next 20 years of my life to the fullest. If it's 70, great. Then I'm still going to try and live the next 40 years of my life to the fullest. That I don't know that it changes a whole lot. Because right now, currently, you are already trying to do that. Trying. Right. Right. I mean, I think you're always trying to make the most of your life. Obviously, if you have two years to live and you know that, you know, you might stop doing certain things. Like, you might not stop saving as much money for, <laughs> for the future. You can start... You start a podcast. There you the, go. Like, lifelong dream. Yeah. Are you trying um, to tell us something? Oh, God. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, so there are a lot more things I don't want to know, because I think li- living in the moment is a lot more joyous than knowing. Going the- off of what I was saying, would you rather know how you died or how long you have to d- uh, until you die? I think I'd rather know... It, that really depends on the answer. Like, if it's You like, can't know. That's not know, how this thing works. I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if it says, hey, you're going to die from cancer, then I'd rather just know that and be fine, because... My head, I'll assume I'm older. It'll happen. Whatever. You never. You know. don't know that. You never. Every know. time, know. every every time you get a lump somewhere, or anytime you get, so, or you get sick, you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is cancer right here," and be like, "No, sir, that's the flu." And you're like, "Nope, cancer." Um. So I have to choose between those two things. I'm just saying. From the, I mean, like, I remember the one thing I do want to know is like how many children I'll have. I okay. Think, oh. Like I'd like to know that today. I think that would be a good thing to know. So you can prepare, like prepare fiscally. For. Yes, exactly. I need to get my. Uh, I need to start counting my chickens. Shout out to Marshawn, and uh, you know, nice. get get my finances in order uh, for everything. So I think that would be something I'd like to know for sure about my future. I like that. That's a good one. I also think. I mean, I don't really care about the present. I'm living in the present now, so who cares? But I think it would be cool to go in the past and kind of see how some of your family, although it might not be pleasant. Uh, but like how your family kind of got together and formed, I think that would be interesting. Like go back and see how my grandparents met or that, you know, something along those lines right. to, I guess, fill in some of the holes to know kind of how I became who I am now. I like that. That's, that's, that's good. Great, great grandpa filled some holes. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I went the cheesy route cause I thought about the idea of wanting to know how I die in the future or when I die. And it just gets too, you plan too much after that point. I feel like the joy right now of living is taking things as they come, adapting, and just seeing how things go in the present. And, you know, like Keith is stressing, to to live your life to the fullest. And for me, I have to reference an Andy Bernard quote uh, at the finale of The Office, spoiler alert to those who have not seen it. You're going to make me cry. He says, I wish there was a way to know... You're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Yes, I'm crying I think that's really profound. Yeah, I think that's super profound. For us, we've been friends for a while. We've, you know, dating back to at least high school. And you always kind of think like, man, were those high school years the best years of my life? Were those college years the best years of my life? And then you you wonder, like, did I take that time for granted? Did I take someone in that that time period for granted? And you you never want to think about like growing old and living with regret you know thinking back on a day when you could have done something differently and impacted someone in a different way and so for me i think i just want to know it 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 is kind of thinking about the future but at least knowing that hey this time in your life cherish this the most because it may never get this good again i think to me that's enough it's not as dark as going to the how am I going to die route. I, I, I totally agree with Steve. If I knew that, I would be watching my back every time I got in a car, I did anything, if it had anything remotely to do with that object or mode of transportation or whatever. 
I don't ever want to go down that route. I think that's just a recipe for paranoia. For me, I just want to know that what I'm living through, you know, it's going to be good. Cherish it. That's it. Yeah. I think the one thing I would want to know about the future is will we run across aliens? Like a simple yes or no would be really helpful for me. Tie in. I like yeah, that. Yeah, tie, tie, tie that back in. Tie it back in. That's, no, <laughs> that, I totally agree. Like, I would probably want, the the question was framed about your life. And so maybe, like, hey, in your lifetime, will we meet aliens? That'd be good to know, you know? Okay. I, I hope the person in the crystal says, you won't. <laughs> and then, like, I just, I just see, like, a vanishing, like, cloud that's it and then he's just like whoa you see some flashing light <laughs> it's all it's like a yes or no question and then he's gone you wasted your entire whatever you spent on that mm. uh, crystal ball appointment let's let's go back steve said he would rather know when he dies correct the whole thing was i would ask it about my present like which path which uh which path to take oh, yes you're right sorry but i would, like if on the what i wouldn't want to know i wouldn't want to know how i die but to choose between how I die and when I'll die, I'd rather know when I'll die than how I die. Right. And then for Keith, Makes sense. Keith said he would rather, well, if you were to go back and figure out something about his past, he think it'd be interesting to figure out, you know, his ancestry, how he became the person he is today based off his grandparents meeting or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but going to the future doesn't really interest you because you're born about living in the present. But if there was something, yeah, I don't want any to to. I don't want any real specifics. I, I like to know like real general topics, like yeah, how many children will I have, and and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, even how long I have to live, I think would be okay with me. I, I I'm not all that scared of death, so I think that I would be comfortable knowing nice. that answer. Twenty children. <laughs> Start counting my chickens. Awesome. All right. Well, that brings us to I think our last segment of the day. It is a special segment that we're really trying and we're really hoping this works because we think it's original. I don't know if anyone's else done this before. Uh, we like to call it Guess What I Learned. Again, the three of us here, we're trying to figure out through this podcast journey what we understand, what we don't understand, try to better ourselves. And one way we want to do that is by figuring out what our fellow podcasters here, what they've learned. But they're going to give it to us in a different way. One of us is going to uh, give us a little bit of history, maybe how old they were when they learned a thing. Um, maybe learned how to do something, maybe learn how to figure something out, or just learn something, understood something. And the rest of us, rather the two of us, are going to figure out what that thing is that they learned. Uh, I do believe that we're going to try and give each other clues, right, Keith? I think yes. you're the one giving us a story. He's going to give us some clues, and we have two guesses each, me and Steve, to try and figure out what it is that Keith learned. So, Keith, go ahead. Yeah, it's actually very recent. I was thinking of things uh, for for this segment to bring up, and it kind of just came to me. So, we were celebrating my brother-in-law's 28th birthday yesterday. Uh, So, a lot of the restrictions were lifted from quarantine around the coronavirus and they've opened up the beaches and a bunch of restaurants and, and that kind of stuff. So life's somewhat getting back to normal. So my in-laws rented a beach house for my brother-in-law's 28th birthday. Everyone's down there having fun. We go down to the beach. So it's eight of us, their whole family and the spouses and, and girlfriends and such. Uh, we also bring our dogs down there and everyone's playing, having a good time. It's it's fun. Dogs are going crazy. They're traveling all in the beach. They're getting in the water, uh, having a great time. Uh, but there were some ramifications from that. And I kind of want to leave the story a little open-ended from there. Uh, so your first two clues are dogs and beaches. Okay, so you're... And this is something you learned. Again, I don't want to give it away too, too much because I feel like I, if I say a little bit more, then it might give it away. But dogs and beaches. Yeah, let me try and recap this. So you were out, brother-in-law's birthday, quarantine's been lifted somewhat where people are now having access to the beach. And you brought your dogs out there. Uh, you have a dog. I know your brother-in-law has a dog. Correct. And you're out on the beach beach okay let's give our initial guests first so usually whenever i think about a beach and someone learning something for me it's like it goes back to some people's stories about learning that jellyfish stings hurt and so i don't know if it went that far oh god um 
But I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to say something about jellyfish. I may be off base, but uh go ahead Steve, what is your guess? My guess would be something about um just think about like a dog if you learn this, maybe how the dog reacts to water coming up. Okay. Like like waves makes, and everything. That makes way more sense than whatever I said. Uh, yeah, like the dog is just like, "Wait, I'm I'm used to like put people putting water in a bowl and this water's jumping at me." Yeah, I mean, I it was the first time my dog's been on a beach, so I, I guess I kind of did learn that, but this is more of a general knowledge thing, not anything specific to one particular dog because as although my dog was a little more scared of of the white caps as as the waves are crashing kind of hanging around in the water the, you know the other dog has he he has webbed feet so he's he's a natural in the water already so it was a good guess um it has more to do with the dogs in the water than it does the beach if that helps dogs at all. in the water so it has nothing to do with salt water or the sand if you're if you're discounting the beach aspect it's it's dogs like in the ocean playing in the ocean. This is a tough one. I really have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna jump and say that you learned that dogs don't pee in water. I don't know. <laughs> Not sure how I would know that for sure. But maybe <laughs> maybe you were really close and you could just tell. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I did not learn that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You were the one being peed on in the ocean. Potentially, and I'm sure it was not by dogs. (laughs) Oh, wow. Who peed on you in the ocean, Keith? The random people at Galveston. Who knows? Wow. That is not social distancing, unless they're stream six feet away. Could be. Could be. Steve, I guess? I have like two, but I'm going to go with um, how they play in the ocean. Uh, Wow, this is hard. I'll say how like they prance. In the water, like how they just continuously prance in the water, okay. like they're I mean, like a deer. Yeah, <laughs> like you see those videos whenever you put boots on dogs, right? And uh, yeah, how they walk all funny. Is that where you're getting at? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's. I mean, that's a good guess. They were very entertaining and fun to watch because they did bounce around a lot and they're kind of jumping up through the water because they don't know how to just you know wade through the water the way we do. They right. they hop up and down like they're going through a meadow. Right. Uh, but that I can't say that's the one thing I learned. Um, Chris, do you want me to give one more of a like a stronger hint? If you think it's gonna help, are we even close? Okay, dogs. I guess the ocean, without being super specific, and an illness. An illness. Yeah. Wow, this is going like completely like away from what we were. Yeah. Thinking. So dogs' illness. I have no idea. Um. So oh, let's say the salt water. Mm, you did say to go away from the beach, but I'm going to say the salt water makes dogs sneeze. No, but you're Dang getting it. a little bit warmer, Ooh, Steve. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know. The water makes your dog have to crap in the water. Oh, uh, you're getting even closer. Okay. <laughs> what? So, That's closer? You're, okay. you're getting a little bit closer. So what is it? Dogs can't help themselves but to drink water when it's about, when it's around, right? So they're out running the beach, going crazy. My dog's chasing birds up and down this beach. Uh, my brother-in-law's dog is going up to every person on the beach pretending he's Doug from Up and trying to introduce himself even though people are <laughs> nice. super scared for whatever reason. But as they're playing and frolicking around on the beach and in the ocean, they start consuming salt water right? because they don't know any different. Right, because they think it's just water. They just think it's water. It's just water coming up. It feels nice. You know, they've used to it from some baths and pools and such. Um, but apparently, when dogs consume salt water, even like a couple of mouthfuls, it really, really messes up their digestive system. Mm-hmm. So, to Steve's point, this can get a little, maybe a little gross. Um, but it gave both of these dogs very, very bad um, number twos. Let's call it. Basically, okay. liquid number twos came oh. flushing out of both of them. Apparently, when dogs—I'm sure it's pretty similar to humans—but you know, when dogs consume the salt water, all the excess salt really dries out their intestines, and they can't handle it all that all that well. So they project it out in any way possible. So both dogs actually had a great time at the beach, but about. <laughs> Yeah, you know, thirty minutes after we left, yeah. they were all um, let's just say hurting for the next couple oh, of hours. No, so we have to do a science experiment. Chris needs to go out to the ocean, drink a bunch of salt drink water, a, drink it. Yeah, drink as much salt water as possible, and we have to see if he just like you know 
The same thing happens to yeah. him. So for all the listeners out there, if you take your dog to the beach, it's probably impossible to stop them from drinking this water. I don't know how you would really do that if you're letting them play. But if they have a lot of it, like way too much of that, it actually is fatal to dogs. So oh. please mind them. Good to know. Um, but if they have, you know, a couple several mouthfuls kind of as they're playing around, they will have some diarrhea um, flushing of the system going on, either the front end or the back end that both both of those happen. Um, Meaning so just be prepared, like they be prepared were throwing for up as well. Correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they just, yes. so salt water and dogs don't really mix. Just do not mix at all. I did not wow. know that prior to this. I've never brought a dog to a beach before, at least not my own dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely learned that yesterday and we learned it the hard way. <laughs> it's sounding like your dog is really hating you for bringing her to the beach. No, she loved it. She absolutely well, loved it. Yeah, for the first 30 minutes and then she was really hating you. <laughs> ah, she only hated us for like the next couple of hours. She was just tired Aww. from running around in the sand for the hour or so we were there. Just like making a baby's fun, but once you have to deliver the baby. <laughs> Not fun. Not fun. Um, true, but I'll, I guess I'll never have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Man, that is... Yeah, none of us will. That is good to know, though. This is like kind of like a PSA out to the, all those dog owners who bring their dogs to the beach. Maybe have not experienced this yet, but try to make sure they don't drink too much salt water. Not only yes. was this educational for us, it was educational for the world. So thank you, Keith, for that. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Yeah, and if you do... Sorry that your dog had to go through that for you to learn... <laughs> That's a science experiment. Hypothesis turned out to be true. Dogs wow. should not drink salt water. I think that's, that's common knowledge amongst everybody, but um but we let you know what's know that. what's going to happen if they do. Nice. Good to know. Thank you. Of course. All right. Well, I mean, that was our last segment that we had. Um actually, hold on. I'm going to cut. Um so for this outro, I'm probably just going to conclude it. Say, hey, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have any feedback at all, please hit us up on our social media accounts. We are on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you thought about this episode and what you'd like to hear from us next time. Something simple like that. You should have recorded that. Yeah, that was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to say, so I'm going to say thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, On behalf of myself, Steve and Keith, uh, we wish you all the best on this nest. Oh my God. Until next time. Love you. Now say it back.